Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where I take your business from right now to fabulous in less than 30 minutes. This podcast is for you, the passionate entrepreneur who wants to grow a business and help others. In each episode, I give you easy, actionable tips and strategies to quickly boost your online visibility, grow your social media, and effectively and efficiently market yourself and your business without the overwhelm. This is episode 45, where we discuss business mindset and what to do when you don't believe in yourself. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the episode. So this particular topic came from an Instagram story that I did, and I ran a poll in my Business Fabulous podcast Instagram account, and I asked my followers, did they want my next episode to be profesh or personal? And overwhelmingly, you all voted personal. So for the past two and a half hours, I have been sitting here ruminating about what in the world I'm going to talk about. I knew that I wanted it to be valuable. I knew that I wanted it to be noteworthy in terms of like worthy of you spending your time taking notes because that's how all of my live streams and all of my podcast episodes are. It's how my webinars are. It's how my, when I speak from the stage, everybody takes notes. It's always been like that. So I want to deliver valuable content and I want it to be worthy of your time and of the time to take notes. And I have just been sitting here for two and a half hours straight on a Friday night. This is how exciting my life is on a Friday night, really just ruminating and worrying to make sure that it would be worthy of you, my audience. Okay, now I've set the stage. So business mindset and what to do when you don't believe in yourself. I have talked about mindset and business mindset before. You can go back to episodes five and 25 and and hear more about that. And I also talk about Carol Dweck's book called Mindset. And mindset essentially is what is rolling around in your head right now, the stories that you are telling yourself right now as it pertains to you and your business and moving your business forward. That's your business mindset. And so you can have a mindset and it might not be a business mindset. So you definitely need to have a business mindset and really be thinking strategically business-wise to be able to have a successful business. As you are approaching your business, maybe you're approaching a launch, maybe you're trying something new, maybe you're podcasting for the first time, or you're writing a blog post and it's been really, really difficult to put all the ideas on paper. If you are thinking that it's not going to work out, If you are 
having the mindset moving forward that it's not a great pipeline, you know, a marketing funnel, it's not a great funnel that you created, you know, you didn't do your ads right, or you should have done more ads, or you did too many ads, or you should have split test this ad for a longer period of time, whatever it is. If you are thinking all of those things, and you're not just second guessing, you're quadruple guessing, you're quintuple guessing it. If you're constantly thinking it's not going to work, it's not going to work, it's not going to work, it probably is not going to work because your thoughts and all of your strategies then that are coming from those thoughts are going to be clouded with doubt, with mixed feelings, with confusion, and it probably is not going to work. I thought this would be a good episode to talk about how I started in my business, how I continue in my business, and how I allow myself to feel. I'm a former teacher and I've never had a business class. And that is 100% true. I'm self-taught in business. My degrees are both in education. I'm a former teacher and college professor. And I've taught people all around the world live streaming and starting and growing and scaling online businesses. But that part, the business part, That was all done from my research. It was my on-the-job training, uh, which started about five and a half years ago. So for about five and a half years, I've had my own online business. But everything that I've done there has come from my own research, from my own figuring it out. And I started with absolutely, not only had I had no business background, I had no formal training, I I had no informal training either. I had no experience of having my own business before this time. I started when I was 49. And so I had to figure everything out as I went. And it was not easy. Not only was I doing that, I was also doing it not on a shoestring budget. I was doing it on no budget. So I had no money to invest in my business I was raising both my sons. Uh, They were pretty little. I was raising them at the time. I was taking care of my husband, who was very ill at the time, and I was building my business from scratch with no training. So it definitely was not easy. I didn't even have a desk at home, which actually ended up to be a really good thing because it got me out of the house and it got me into coffee shops and a lot of my inspiration came from things that I overheard in coffee shops. And the fact that I only had so many hours away from the house while my kids were in school made me, it forced me to be more focused when I was first starting. Well, how I continue, so now, five and a half uh, years later, here I am and I've had my own business the whole time and I'm totally 100% sustainable business and things look a lot different from when I started. I'm now divorced and I actually have an office. Not only do I have a desk in my house, uh, I actually have an entire office dedicated to my business and I have a podcast studio and I have professional equipment and it all looks very, very different. But what's not different is the fact that my business mindset needs to be in place. That remains consistent. That is an absolute, it's got to be there. It's a non-negotiable. 
Because if you don't have a strong business mindset, you're not going to have a strong business. And the reason that I'm talking about what to do when you don't believe in yourself is because, you know, there were so many times that I wanted to quit over the past five and a half years. So, so many times. And, you know, there were some days where I was like, I am, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up today. And then I would say that in my head, or sometimes I would say it out loud and I would think, nope, I'm just, uh, nope, I'm going to try again. I'm just going to try again today and just try again tomorrow or whatever the case might be. And I would just keep trying. And, you know, the difference between success and failure is giving up. So if you give up, you've definitely failed. That's the surefire way to fail. But if you don't give up, then at least you have a chance. You have a chance of succeeding. And if you try different things and you put some strategy behind it and you put a lot of reflection and thought and planning and testing things out and trying again and tweaking and planning some more and trying, you know, new things that you just now thought about and why not give it a shot? Who knows? Maybe it'll work. A lot of that goes into having your own business. And it happens over and over and over and over again for every entrepreneur on the planet. The ones who are the most successful, and you can define success however you want to. It could be dollars and cents. It could be the amount of people who they have affected positively. However you define success, the most successful people out there are the ones who don't give up. They're the ones who are not afraid to try. They're not afraid to try new things. They're not opposed to admitting that they're wrong. And they are open to possible answers and possible strategies and possible solutions. People who are the most successful people are not necessarily the smartest people on the planet. In fact, Many entrepreneurs will tell you they're not the smartest people, but they surround themselves with the smartest people. They hire the smartest people. They make sure that the smartest people are part of their team. And they need to be smart enough to be able to put it together, to make it all work. But they're also smart enough to know they cannot do it all by themselves. One of the things that I had to do when I was first starting was do everything myself. And that's also why it took me so long to get a paying client. It took me 14 months because I was figuring everything out all at the same time. I didn't even know ideal client avatar. Not only did I not know what it was, I didn't even know that it was a thing. So I had to figure that out. And then I had to figure out what it was. And then I had to figure out what mine was. And I had to keep refining that and niching down and niching down until at the 14-month mark, I got it. I thought I had it at 12 months, but then I was still attracting people who I didn't want to work with. So I knew that it wasn't niched on far enough, and I went back to the drawing board, and I worked some more. That's why it took 14 months for me to get a paying client, because I didn't know what I was doing. That's why I want to help as many people as I can to start and grow their own online businesses so they don't have to go through 14 months. They don't have to go through all of that heartache and all of the sleepless nights that I went through. That's one of the reasons I do what I do. 
What do you do when you don't believe in yourself? Well, I have had a whole lot of times where I wasn't really believing in myself and I wasn't 100% sure that it was going to work and I was really, really scared it wouldn't. And at the same time that all of these things were happening, I had a lot of negative stuff going on in my life. My husband at the time was very, very discouraging. I had two kids I had to take care of, and I was trying to grow them to be strong, confident, participatory citizens, just great, strong men in spite of everything that was going on in our house. And I was doing all of that and trying to grow my business at the same time. So I didn't always believe in myself. I tried really, really hard to, but for 14 months straight, when you're not bringing in any any money, those negative thoughts can definitely crop up. So what did I do? I did a lot of different things. First of all, I never gave up. So that's the biggest thing I did. I never gave up. If I had given up, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So I'm very glad I didn't. Something else I did, I read a lot and I listened to podcasts and I listened to a lot of motivational and inspirational speakers and speeches and TED Talks, things like that. I would put motivational and inspirational quotations either around my computer or on my desk somewhere, or sometimes I would put it up on the mirror. Sometimes I would put one in my wallet. Sometimes I'd put one in my pocket. I had a lot of those things around me. And so I tried to surround myself with things that would help me move forward. I tried to keep my goals top of mind, and I tried to move forward with all of the positive energy that I could have surrounding me at all times. I also tried to find help from mentors and coaches. I didn't have any money to invest in a coach at the beginning. And so I thought, well, I might as well go ahead and interview coaches. And then when I have the money, then I'll know who I want to hire. So I interviewed 25 different coaches. And by interviewing, I mean that I allowed them to coach me for an hour each. Now, it took a while to get 25 different coaches to volunteer an hour of their time. But coaches do, from time to time, give free coaching sessions. And there were a couple of contests that I entered, and I won a couple of sessions that way. I ended up having 25 hours of individual one-on-one private coaching sessions, and I thought that would be really good planning ahead so I would know who I wanted to hire when I did have the money because I knew that I was going to need help moving forward, moving my business forward. After interviewing 25 different people, I realized that I couldn't find a coach, at least in those 25. And I don't know anybody who's done that much vetting for a coach. I I hated all of them. They were all horrible. So that's how I actually became a coach. And That's why it took 14 months, because I had nobody helping me, because I had nobody showing me the way. I had nobody helping me formulate the strategies that I needed to succeed. And something that I also did when I wasn't believing in myself, I took a lot of walks. And that's actually when I started listening to podcasts, was walking around and Not only was it good exercise and I was using the time wisely because I was listening to great podcasts, 
but it also really helped to keep my endorphins up. Endorphins happen when you exercise. If you're running, you know, you, you'll hear about like a runner's high a lot, and that's what it is. And so by walking around, I always felt better after a walk and actually during the walk than beforehand. So that really helped me to keep up my spirits and it allowed me to believe in myself at a time when I really had no reason to to be believing in myself and I had no support. I had no encouragement from family or friends, nothing like that, absolutely nothing. I mean, I would hear about women whose husbands were so encouraging and they would set them up with a professional website and it would be uniquely coded and oh my goodness, they had branding this and logos and t-shirts and all these things. And I didn't have any of that. Ironically, you don't need any of that, but I didn't have any of that. And I would have sure felt a lot better and maybe had some more confidence in my own abilities or in my own future success if maybe I had some of that. It ended up that I didn't have any of that, and I also didn't need any of that. You know, so believing in yourself sometimes is certainly a harder journey when you don't have some cheerleaders behind you. So one of the things that I allowed myself to do during those 14 months, and that I still, to this day, allow myself to do, when times get tough and Trust me, many of those times were really tough. And many of the times over the past five and a half years were super, super hard. I allow myself to feel sorry for myself. I make sure that I give myself at least a half hour, which is really not usually a problem because sometimes it can even take, you know, a half day. Sometimes it can even take a full day. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done today. Today is Bonnie is feeling sorry for herself day, and tomorrow I'm starting again. So I allow myself to feel my feelings. And it wasn't until pretty recently that I realized I was an empath, which really helped me understand all of these very, very deep feelings I'd been having all of my life. And why was it that I felt everything so much deeper and I took things so much you know, harder than other people because I am an empath, but I didn't even know that there was a word for it years ago. So I allow myself to feel whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I give myself breaks as much as I can. Now, I don't mean just breaks in the day to get my work done. I do that as well. But I give myself breaks in terms of not beating myself up. I used to just beat myself up all the time. Why couldn't I do this better? Why couldn't I do that better? This needed to be different. That needs to be improved. I would constantly be beating myself up with whatever product I was coming up with. And it was never good enough as far as I was concerned, even if it was good enough. And even if it was really good. And I was definitely well into my adult years before I stopped doing that before I stopped beating myself up. So now when I feel like I'm really grappling with something that I'm working on and I I really feel those negative feelings start to crop up, I stop myself and I think, nope, I'm going to give myself a break. I'm 
not going to let those negative thoughts and all those negative feelings take residence up in my head. And I'm going to just allow myself to feel like, okay, you know what? This is not the easiest thing in the world, but I'm going to get past this. I've gotten past other things before. I got myself to this point where I am. I'm going to give myself a break physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, time-wise. Maybe I need to grieve for a little bit. Maybe I need to cry. Maybe I need to feel sorry for myself for a while. Maybe I need to take the day off. Whatever it is, I allow myself to do it. I allow myself to feel those feelings before I'm able to move on. Because what I learned the hard way is that if I try to just, you know, bulldoze my way through and not acknowledge those feelings and not deal with the feelings, those feelings are going to muster and those feelings are going to keep coming up at times that are really not the best times. And it's going to make everything more difficult and it's going to make the success that I want and the success that is indeed in my future so much further in the future. And so I found it was really, really important to allow myself to feel those feelings. And that's what I still do. So, you know, I try to surround myself with as much positive as I possibly can. Motivation, inspiration, funny things, books that I read and people that I listen to and TED Talks that I watch and podcasts that I listen to and mentors whose advice I follow, you know, the people who I study online. I try to surround myself with as much positive as possible. I've also gotten rid of a lot of the negative influences that used to be very present in my life. So not only people, you know, in real life, but also people online. Anybody who was in my social media feeds, who I was following them for whatever reason, but now they were conjuring up negative feelings. Like I talked about this with triggers in the last episode. Anybody who was a trigger, I now got them out of my social media feeds. So I would either block them or delete them or mute them, whatever I I needed to do to make sure that I was still constantly surrounded by positivity. Because when you've got negative influences and you're bombarded however much by negative and depressing and combative and passive aggressive and, you know, narcissistic, whatever, whatever types of people or influences or environmental situations are following you and coming back into however you're operating your business and, and wherever you are, the more all of that stuff, all of that negative energy, all of that negativity, that's not going to help you believe in yourself at all. It's going to make believing in yourself a lot harder. So by getting rid of those influences and getting rid of those people, you know, not hanging around with them in real life and taking them out of my social media feeds in whatever manner I needed to, that has helped immensely. 
to kind of recap, so I told you how I started. It was not the easiest thing in the world. I don't want anyone to be starting a business under those circumstances. So I don't want anyone to have to go through what I went through when I started. And how I continue is trying to, like I said, surround myself with as much positive as possible because that's going to make the whole success thing that much easier because you don't have all those negative things constantly weighing you down. Doing that and allowing myself to feel the feelings and giving myself breaks and sometimes giving myself a day off or a weekend off or a week off, whatever it is, whatever it is that I need, I give myself and I allow myself to know that it's okay to do that. Nothing in my business is going to just fall apart because I took a week off. If that happens, I don't have a very strong foundation for my business. Overall, I know that allowing myself those breaks and allowing myself to feel those feelings also allows the success to happen. And it makes my ability to have the success stronger and it makes for a much nicer journey along the way. So I really, really hope that this has helped you. For those of you who voted in my Instagram poll, thank you for voting. And I hope this was personal enough and also valuable. I want every single episode of the Business Fabulous podcast to be helpful, to be actionable. I want you to be able to pick any 10 minutes out of any episode and there will be valuable content and you could take that information and run with it and you and your business will be better off for it. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Business Fabulous. If you liked what you heard, and I sure hope you do, then make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get every new episode delivered straight to your phone. I also hope that you will join us over in the Business Fabulous Facebook group. If you are a fabulous female entrepreneur, I invite you to join. And you can find that at bit.ly forward slash B-I-Z F-A-B group. So it's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash B-I-Z F-A-B group. I hope that you have an awesome day filled with loads of smiles and lots of opportunities. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous. Thanks so much for being here.